From the headquarters of Team Cowboy, coming to you all the way from Anderson, South Carolina, this is the Finance Cowboy Show, where we're going to teach you how you can create your dream life through the greatest asset in the world, real estate. I'm your host, Jaron Sustar, and I went from having zero properties in 2018 to a portfolio of over $5 million worth of real estate by 2021. And I am excited to be able to teach you all the lessons, tips, and tricks that I have learned throughout my journey, while also introducing you to some of the greatest real estate minds in this entire world. So without further ado, let's get this party started. Found a property on Zillow for $150,000, got it under contract for $125,000. It needs fifty dollars to $60,000 worth of work. And then after it's renovated, it's going to be worth somewhere between $260,000 and $275,000, leaving me a gross profit of anywhere from $75K to $90K. I think sometimes the general public gives guys like myself and other investors who, you know, look like we have it all together with real estate more credit than we actually deserve. I think you guys sometimes believe that we have all these secret sauces for doing things such as generating leads and finding great deals. Like I have something that I'm just not sharing with you guys to be able to lock all these deals up. Like do I do this specific type of mailer? Do I have a cold calling team that I'm using all the time? Am I running radio ads? Am I saying things a certain way? Do my mail outs look a certain way? All this crazy stuff. Guys, I don't, I don't do any of that. And it's pretty interesting the way I found this property. I was literally laying on my couch late at night watching the show Arrow on Netflix. Absolutely love the show Arrow. I've seen it like four times now. Hate if you want to hate. I like it. You know, it's a little too much drama sometimes, but he's also a superhero that doesn't have like all these crazy superpowers. I'm not into the sci-fi junk. Anyways, point of the story is I was laying on the couch watching a show, literally scrolling Zillow. I see that this home had been listed, I don't know, at the time, five days, and it was listed for $150,000. Well, literally on Zillow, right next to this house, there was a house for sale for, I think, two hundred fifty dollars and then another one listed for sale for $290,000. And so it piqued my interest. I got this property that I'm interested in that's listed at $150,000. And then right next to it, you have two other properties that are listed $250K and above. Like we need to dig into this a little bit and see, is there some opportunity here to see if I can make some money on this deal? Now I knew right away that this wasn't gonna make a great rental property. This was gonna be more of a flip play. And the way I knew that is using the 1% rule. They're asking $150,000 for this property. So I knew that my monthly rents weren't gonna be 1% of 150,000, which would be $1,500 a month. But then I look and say, you know, can I get 1250 a month in rent? Because I got this property under contract at 125,000. So the 1% rule just says, hey, if your monthly rents can equal at least 1% of the purchase price, then it has a chance of cash flowing as a rental property. But I knew that it was gonna be hard for me to even get 1250 a month in this particular area. And then with today's interest rate, the 1% rule does not usually lend itself to cash flow, especially when you're using commercial loans like I do on 20 year notes, totally different topic. If you wanna learn more about that, I've done an episode talking about that. But I knew I was like, this isn't gonna make sense as a rental. So I can either just keep looking for a different property or I can say, you know what? Is there some meat on this bone to be able to do a flip. Now, I personally love rental properties more than flips because rentals are what actually builds long-term wealth. Flips just generate income. But if I run across a property that doesn't make sense as a rental, but then can pay me seventy-five dollars to $90,000 in gross income, I'm not going to walk away from seventy-five dollars to $90,000. And if you do, 
more power to you. I can't do that. That's a lot of money. You do that once a year and you're in like the top earners in the US. You do that twice a year, you start being like in the top 1% of earners globally. You're talking about a decent six-figure income off of just a couple of flips per year. So anyways, I, I said I had to chase this down. Now, I knew that those two properties are for sale. The one for 250000 290000 right by this property. But those aren't comps. Like those haven't sold. So I can't use those as a reference to say, what is this property I'm looking at? 115 Roberts Drive, Anderson, South Carolina, going to be worth once it's fixed up. Now those two that are for sale piqued my interest, but I needed to go and find homes that had actually sold in that area that are comparable to the one that I'm looking to purchase so that I can feel confident knowing what my price per square foot for Robert Strive is going to be when I'm done rehabbing it. So there are a number of comps I used in the area to figure out what is the ARV or after repair value of 115 Roberts Drive, the home that I have under contract, going to be once it's fixed up. I'm gonna take you guys through one of them to save time because it's the same process for all of them, but you will learn how to do this based off of this property I'm gonna show you, which is 118 Terrace Lane. So as you can see, 118 Terrace Lane is literally, I think, one street over from Robert's Drive, the house that I have under contract. Now, by the time this video is released, the sales time of 8118 Terrace Lane will have been a long time ago, but at the time of this recording and at the time of me locking up 115 Robert's Drive, it was only a few months ago that 118 Terrace Lane sold. And so when we look at the pictures of 118 Terrace, we can clearly see that this house has been flipped. Somebody renovated this, they actually staged it with nice furniture. Somebody did a fantastic job and took this house from crap made it very nice, and then they sold it. And they actually made $214,000 on this property. So does that mean that, oh, this house kind of looks like the one that I'm buying, it's in the same area, so mine's gonna be worth $214,000? No, that's not how we do it. What we do is we take that sales price, and then we're going to divide the square footage of that home that had just sold, that 118 Terrace Lane, to see, okay, what are homes selling for in this area at a price per square foot? And so when we take $214,000, which is what 118 Terrace Lane sold for, divide it by 1,250, which is how many square feet are in 118 Terrace Lane, that tells us that this house sold for $171 per square foot. I did this same formula on a couple other properties in the area, and the numbers told me that the ARV in this particular area for these particular types of three-bed, one-bath, three-bed, two-bath home are anywhere from $165 a square foot to $175 a square foot, and 118 Terrace Lane met right in the middle. And so now we have this gauge, this understanding that, okay, our property is going to be most likely after we fix it up, somewhere between worth $165 a square foot and $175 a square foot. So if I run my numbers on 115 Roberts Drive, the house I have under contract, at smack dab in the middle, $170 a square foot, that tells me that 115 Roberts Drive is going to be worth $270,000 after I fix it up. How did I get that number? Well, I took the square footage of Roberts Drive, which is 1594. I multiplied it by the square footage of 170 and that gives me $270,980. That's fantastic, right? It really is, but that still doesn't let us know, hey, what is our profit gonna be? What do we actually need to buy this property at to make sure that we're getting a good deal? So insert the formula that I use every time to make sure that I'm getting a good deal. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the ARV 
The after repair value of the home we're looking to buy, which I just told you is $270,000. We are then going to multiply that by 70%. Then we are going to subtract our estimated rehab cost. And that is going to give us what price we should purchase the home at. And so when we do ARV times 70%, that gives us close to $190,000. Well, that still isn't what we want to purchase the property at. Now we have to subtract our rehab costs. Now, if you're a seasoned investor like I am, you can walk into a home and feel pretty confident on what you're going to spend when it comes to rehab. If you're not a seasoned investor, I encourage you to get three different quotes. Go out there with them. Learn what each thing is costing, the price per square foot in your location, the hourly labor wage. You'll start to get a good grasp on, hey, this is what flooring costs, paint costs, bathrooms, kitchen. You'll be able to go and walk into these properties and give yourself a good estimate without having to bring in professionals every time. Also, quick cheat sheet that I use is if it's a light rehab, we're looking at roughly $25 a square foot. If it's a medium type rehab, we're looking at around $35 a square foot. Then if it's an intense rehab, like a full gut, then it could be anywhere from $40 to $45 and on dollars per square foot. So that's not the gospel, but hopefully that's a little cheat sheet to help you be able to estimate what a property may cost when it comes to rehab. So when I went and saw this property and estimated rehab, I thought we were going to need to spend somewhere around $60,000 to get it to that after repair value that we need it to be. I've done this a while, so I'm normally pretty spot on. And it's pretty interesting if you run the little cheat sheet formulas I just used and do $35 a square foot. So we're doing $35 times 1,594 square feet. That gives you $56,000. When I went in and saw the property, I thought we were going to have to spend 60. So shows you I was not too far off. But we know our rehab number is going to be somewhere around 60 grand. Okay. So let's run our formula again. We got ARV 270K times 70%. That's going to give us 190. And we're going to take that 190 and we're going to subtract 60,000 for rehab. And when we do that, that tells us that we need to buy this property for $130,000 for it to be a good deal for a fix and flip. Now, people say, where does the 70% rule, this is what this is called, the 70% rule come from? I don't know where it originates from. I need to find that answer. I haven't talked to another investor who knows where it originates from, but we all know that if you follow it, there's no guarantee ever that you're going to make a good profit, but this gives you a pretty darn good chance to make money at the end of the deal, and it gives you some padding should things come up that you're not expecting. 70% rule in this deal tells me I need to buy this property at 130. I told you guys I actually got it under contract for 125, and I had the inspection today, and I have a feeling that we're going to run into some things that couldn't be seen by the human eye. And so I'm going to be able to use that inspection report to leverage for a deeper discount on the price of the home. Yes, I think some of our rehab dollars will go up as well based on things we find in the inspection, but I will try to recoup that plus more when it comes to negotiating on the back end by leveraging the inspection report. Because once that inspection's done, what is wrong with that particular property is public knowledge. And so if the seller wants to back out of your deal by not giving you a bigger discount, now they have to let any buyer who's interested moving forward know all the things that were wrong with the inspection that I paid for. And so it's going to make their chances of selling this property even harder. So I have the leverage. I'm going to use it. See if I can beat them down on price, get an even better deal, fix this property up, list it within three to four months, give somebody a fantastic quality home to live in, 
while making up gross profit of anywhere from 75 to 90K on my end. I'll take that money, plus the hard money that I used to purchase it, go reinvest it. Just keep the train running and compound that wealth. Guys, if you found this video helpful, click on one of these other two and check them out. They're gonna be just as helpful as this one was. We spent a lot of time putting together valuable information to help you invest in real estate. Like this video, subscribe to my page, check out the other videos, and I'll see you next time.